1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
3: Welcome back. It is the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz, Ike Reese, and join for the next hour, Spike Eskin, as we continue to, to formulate this new afternoon show program. On uh, this Jason Kelsey Appreciation Day, real quick before we get to the top five, Steve Wilks fired by the Niners after one year. So, they go what? They go solid for a while, D'Amico for a couple of years. Steve Wilks brought in, gone after a year. A little surprising.
2: Yeah, a little surprising. Makes you wonder if that was a great working relationship all year long. Certainly can't look at Steve Wilks and the Niners' defense as the reason as to why you lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> – I mean, you can't look at it that
3: way. They did take a step back, I guess, all like stats-wise throughout the year. But in the, in the biggest game, they were fine. I guess yeah. maybe before that, like, what, 31 to Detroit and 30-something to the Packers. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe they'd I'd be curious to see who they get for that job because he's taking over a star-studded, uh, star-studded lineup. For yeah, Able. it
2: used to be. it um, be interesting to see what they do. You know, Greenlaw's going to be gone for a year. Unfortunately for him, he tours Achilles. Um. what do they do on that defensive line?
3: Chase Young walks.
2: Probably. probably. Can't re-sign him. You had a young secondary already, so you probably keep those guys there. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously an attractive job because the offense is good.
3: Yep. And Fred Warner and, then, and Yeah, Bosa. you do have Fred Warner yeah. and Bosa there. That, it's, that it's is like for sure. A pretty good and for.
2: And uh, I can't leave out Hargrave. Har- Hargrave. I think Har got a sack in uh the Super
3: Bowl. Yeah, I think it was like, early in the game. Yeah. He, he was he was kinda of going off. So uh be curious to, be
4: curious see who gets uh who gets that job. I'm not by the way, I'm not I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been fired, but they lost the Super Bowl because they dominated the first half and they scored ten points. You know, like how do you how do you, that that was the biggest problem with the Super I Bowl? I agree. Yeah. They scored ten points. The, yep. How do you if you watch that game and you saw the way that the 49ers performed and the, the Chiefs performed and you didn't know the score and you you were told at the end of the first half that the Niners had only scored 10 points. You would have been shocked. They didn't get in the end zone. That's why they didn't win the game.
2: Yeah, and the only reason, I think in regulation, Kansas City's only touchdown came off the uh, the ball that hit the punt returner.
4: The punt, yeah. Yeah. Well and and by the way everyone talks about McCaffrey's fumble well well uh, Pacheco, Pacheco fumbled in the red yeah. zone too yep. there you know, there were plenty of opportunities for everyone just the, the 49ers didn't cash in the opportunities they had and that's why they didn't win I, yeah. I don't want to obviously I don't know if Steve Wilks is good at his job or not but I can tell you that game I I was just stunned that they had 10 points at the end of the half when when the first half ended and they were only up 10 to 3 I was like oh they're losing this game <laughs> Yeah
2: cuz you're like They've dominated the game, but it's still a one score game right now. Yeah, that's and me. you knew can, the Chiefs were going to win. You can't get a
4: one score game against Pat Mahomes. That, yep. that's, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah, because we were just there, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we just went through that. Just went through that.
3: All right, let's get to what we do every day around this time was we attempt to save the top five to five today with Buzz Wilson. Buzz, are you confident you're gonna be able to save the uh, the segment here? I do,
5: and this is not the first time you've asked me to save the top five at five. A lot of pressure <laughs> riding yeah. on this one, Frank. I feel like I have to keep it, help keep it afloat, frankly, with this producer rotation. Correct. Yeah, uh, we have going, but also, you know, got a Spike hasn't seen a lot of my development as a producer. I got to prove to him that I'm worthy of doing this segment. Wow, have a proven spot. So it's, well, it's you a have bit-
4: a you're very low bar if if Fran is is the bar. As long as you're not doing the top five things about water. And it being wet and refreshing. Yep. You just have some,
5: have some creativity in
3: that. I will say, Fran does—he generates discussion on the station, though. That's for <laughs> sure. All press is good for us.
5: Well, anyway, today, first day of pitchers and catchers down there in Clearwater. You know, P's and C's, as Jack has been calling it. P's and C's. And spring training, it's really a great time for baseball cliches. So I got for you the top five cliches I cannot wait to hear during this spring training. Number five, it's the most obvious one. You hear it every year. The guy showed up in the best shape of his life. You hear it (laughs) in just about every other sport, too. But I don't really care what kind of – I mean, I want him to be in good shape. But he better be in good shape. I mean, this guy's getting – whoever it is is getting paid – however much money, to play for this team. He better be in good shape. It's his job. I don't want to hear what great shape he is in February. Can he hit or can he pitch once the season rolls around?
3: I will say I fall for it every year, though. Like, if I, if one of my guys, like Alec Bone last year, shows up, oh, he's bulked up. Oh, he's 10 got, pounds. He put on 10 pounds. Oh, my, nothing, nothing gets me more excited than
5: thinking about you know, it. Like, weight a guy put on. For yeah. sure. Best shape, well,
3: not now unless it's like Jordan Davis. Like, we don't need
5: like good weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the Healthy weight. weight. The, yes. correct,
3: the correct kind of weight. But, yeah. Best shape of his life is, is not just baseball though. That's every sport. That's every sport. Like wasn't Harden in the best shape of his life down in, God, out, in that's what we uh, heard. out in Utah this year yeah. for a training camp. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it, no, you're right. It's every sport, but I can't wait to hear it in spring training, especially. Number four, and this is something that happens in other sports too, but spring training specifically, it's spring training for everyone. You see yeah. an umpire blow a call, you see the bat boy fail to run out there. Oh, it's spring training for everyone. I it's an, old, it's an oldie but goodie. You yep. hear it every year in February and March. You hear it in the preseason, too. For sure. Preseason for everybody when there's mistakes. Yeah, well. Got to get the kinks out.
3: Yeah, for sure. And I, I think this is not to, uh, uh, to rip on Scott in L.A., but they also do that as well. You know, when th- well, little yeah. things go
4: wrong in the radio broadcast, well,
3: spring training for everyone. It's a good inside bet. It'll, you it'll... get a lot
4: of nerve, by the way. What? It's Scott Franski's basically legend status, yes. and you're you're taking shots.
3: Never, you got... never taking shots. Never taking shots. The, but the ego.
4: The guy calls for one standing ovation, and all of a sudden he's <laughs> telling Scott Franski how to do his job.
3: Well, it's spring training for everyone, Spike. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's number three? And
5: number three, and this is a more baseball-specific one, you see a guy go out there, maybe Nola in the Grapefruit League opener, he goes out there, two innings, five runs. And you'll immediately hear post-game, don't worry about his pitching line. He was working on stuff. Right, he's working there, on the There's no up. such thing as a bad start in spring training. Either it's a good start and he looked great, or it's a bad start and he was working on some things, so he'll be ready to go by the start of the season.
3: Well, again, only the good results matter in spring training. Mm-hmm. The bad results. The bad
5: results don't count. Correct.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of, he was working on this, he was working on that, you know. Don't yeah, freak out. You can't. Yeah, don't freak out. No yeah. such thing as a bad outing. Yeah, it's like, how do we react to the spring training games then? Well, you know what
3: you do? You react very strong. We don't take anything into account. Strong and, uh, as strong and wrong. Strong and wrong. That's what this, that's what this show specializes in.
5: <laughs> What's next? Number two, typically with new players, but it could be any pitcher uh, when they come into spring training. You heard it with Taiwan Walker last year. Never a good sign when already in February or early March, you're hearing the manager saying, he's ready to eat some innings for us this season. Yeah, They're already setting the bar low. They're already saying, we know he's not really that good, but we have some confidence that, He'll be somewhat competent. We can keep him on the staff.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you what. I would love to be an $18 million a
5: year innings Might eater. be the highest paid innings eater of all time. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's
3: ridiculous. There's nothing worse than an innings eater. Cause it's like, ah, eh, yeah, like, I understand the value in taking down innings.
2: I was going to say, you're, you're a former pitcher, man. What do you mean?
3: Well, I was, yeah, I was literally an, an innings eater. Yeah, they called you an
5: innings eater going into camp? <laughs> no, no,
3: no. That was the only one I got to college. Yeah, that's when it all Yeah, going apart. to the college camp. That's what I'm talking about. No, I was a very, very low, low at Bloomsburg. But <laughs> – uh, the innings eater, like, there's just no ups. like It's just like, what's the upside?
2: Well, he's saving your bullpen. Uh, I know.
3: Listen, I know the value of an innings. Is he doing right? it well? No no, <laughs> no. no, he's not. No, he's not. Especially in Tywin Walker's case. But we did talk today, and he said that him and Rob Thompson are on great terms after. Oh,
2: that's right. I do remember him at the end of the season with some of his tweets.
3: Tywin Walker was liking tweets about yeah. him not being used in the playoffs. So yeah. He's ready
5: to eat regular season innings, not postseason no, innings.
3: He's not allowed to touch a postseason mound ever. What's next?
5: And a number one, and this is an oldie but goodie. He's he's already making an impact in the clubhouse. That's the only thing setting the bar lower than a guy who eats innings. If he's, we're already talking about this guy's impact in the clubhouse, then we know he he can't actually play, and he's <laughs> he, he's just a good vibes guy. Don't talk about Garrett stops like that. I mean, well, he was a bad vibes guy in the end.
3: Yeah, he did ruin the he ruined, he the, ruined the
5: NLCS vibes. Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> if he's already making an impact in the clubhouse in February, it means he can't play in June.
3: Well, listen, I. I Kyle Schwarber showed up from day one and changed that locker room. So, oh for oh for one there, oh for one <laughs> there, Buzz. Uh, Spike, are you ready for our big trip to spring training in in about a month?
4: By the way, I give Buzz on a scale of one to ten. That was that was like a six two. It wasn't a six bad. two. It was, was a little sorry. talky. He's you know I'm not asking him to do a stand up routine. Just give me what number four is. You know, <laughs> it's just like a little chatty. That was all.
3: Well, well, producers get chatty back yeah, then. Yeah, that, that. That's, yeah,
2: that's – well, and that's <laughs> – I was going to say he's right. That, that's that's the whole beauty of the top five and five and why they can't wait to get to the top five and five. They get a little more air time.
3: Yep, that's their time to shine. And yeah. in, in Fran's case, like, I think Fran just – He like, wants like, less
2: air time. He wants to just throw it out there, expect <laughs> us
3: to react and not back up his points at all. Like when he put Brian Dawkins, number five, of his most inspi- inspirational black athletes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why is he five? I don't know. I just put him at five. <laughs>
4: See, Buzz should be thinking top five and five, five seconds each. So is, if you're going more than five, if you're talking for more than five seconds for each one of these is too much. I think.
3: Right. So you're throwing, you're throwing the, 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 the normal
5: critique towards me while hosting say the Jack show talks 30 seconds when he does it.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, well think know. about the professionalism you see on this side of the glass. Like well, that's, that take, took years, right? Well, we have a convo
5: about that when we get
4: back.
3: That, that's so. what I'm saying.
2: It, it, <laughs> uh, understand this is where it's headed. Just understand <laughs> that he's giving you
4: a warning. Uh, that's <laughs> fine.
3: My name is on the show. I just want that to be, to be thrown
4: out. We don't have a show name yet. We don't have a show name yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so- listen,
3: I was told. <laughs> so I, I was told. Name on the show. And I'm going to go down fighting for sure. Uh, this segment sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Take advantage of Guided Door and Window's big winter sale through February. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDE or visit goguida.com. So we'll go back to the phone. Uh, uh We'll go back to the phones here in one second. But I thought this was interesting. Is this a last ditch effort by by Comcast to, to keep the Sixers in uh, in the in the Wells Fargo lot? Um, what? There was a report that came out yesterday that Comcast Spectacle is pr- proposed uh, building massive additions to the Philadelphia Sports Complex, including five thousand square feet of office space, uh, four hundred sixty thousand square feet of retail space, a new fifty five hundred seat arena. 2,000 family apartments, 500 rooms across multiple hotels, and 10,000 garage parking spaces.
2: Where are they going to put all that at? That's
3: what I can't yeah. figure out.
2: It sounds like the stadium may be leaving.
3: With uh, the, 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 the Sixers? The Wells yeah. yeah.
2: Well, do you believe there's a better chance that they're going to get this arena built downtown? I eight. think
4: they're going to get it built downtown. Yeah. I think they are. That's, that's but, what that sounds like. You know, I have a... a My take on this is truly, I do not care. I just, wherever it is, the traffic's gonna be terrible. The traffic's is it more convenient for people that drive in South Philly? Absolutely. But if anyone has driven to or from a sporting event at the Wells Fargo Center, it it's horrible. The only time that it wasn't horrible was the Process Sixers when there were seventy five people. Oh man, it was easy to get in and out of there then. Yeah, dude. I just I just wish. I wish everybody would shut up about it. I, I wish well, everyone would well, stop. Well, we know on. who you, we yeah, know who you is, really we know want to shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even just him, though. It's not even just him. Like,
3: No wonder you don't care about it. Yeah. My dad
4: won't shut up about it. The freaking Sixers won't shut up about it. Can everybody who actually, who it affects, get in a room, the Sixers get in a room, the Comcast Spectacor get in a room, the city get in a room, and anyone who has a real objection, get in a room and hash it out and then shut up. Because you know what? It's in 10 years. Right. 10 years. (laughs) How many games am I going to go to when I'm 60 years old? None.
2: You're so right. Yeah, So all right. I I definitely won't be going to mini games.
4: No, <laughs> well, put it wherever you want. Put it fun. put it on the moon and make me drive to them. I don't care. That's
3: the funniest part about Howard. I mean, like, uh, right? Yeah, well, how many games <laughs> is he going to at that point? You know, is is he gonna cha- is he gonna handcuff himself to the bulldozer downtown or what?
4: Let me tell you something. He'll be going to games long after you uh, and I stop. Yeah, about that.
3: Yeah, he, yeah, he'll be.
2: He'll still be going. Grilling whoever the coach is at that point, it's going to be awesome. But especially if that state, if that arena is getting built, he's definitely going to be there to question.
5: Yeah,
3: people.
4: for sure. Oh, he'll be he'll be picketing outside of there. He'll be dressed like a giant dollar bill or something.
2: Yeah, see, I'm up for that stuff.
3: I man. need that. Yeah, yes. throwing Kool Aid at people like at, like at the lottery party. Yeah, yeah. But that does feel like a last ditch effort by Comcast to try to keep the Sixers uh, in downtown Scotts in Sacramento. What's happening, Scott?
1: What's going on, guys? What's up, Scott? So I'm a little torn on Reddick because, and I want to get your opinion on this, Ike, because I I love the player. I don't want him to leave, but I'm thinking about it. I kind of understand where the team's coming from, looking at the roster, and here's my thinking on this. You have small linebackers, so there's a big disadvantage to having a smaller edge-type player, and now that they drafted Nolan Smith last year, having two of those guys who are Similar players, and the fact that Vic Fangio likes, there it seems like in his past history, an uh, edge that's around 260 to 280 in weight, do you think that it's actually they, – they kind of view it as a conundrum and they want to get bigger on the edge because they like smaller linebackers?
2: Um, I don't know what they're thinking overall. I mean, Vic Fangio, we've run a variation of this defense the last two years. If they wanted big ends – out there, then I don't know why they went out and got Hassan Reddick when they signed him under Jonathan Gannon, right? So, I I think you want guys that produce, guys that are playmakers, guys who actually give you production out there on the field. And if, if worst case scenario, they don't want to give Hassan Reddick an extension, he's under contract next year. He's under contract Mm -hmm. already, so he doesn't have to go anywhere. Will he be unhappy playing on his final year of his deal? Probably, but guess what? He's not going to hold out. He's not going to throw away nearly $15 million to prove a point. So he's going to play next year, and he's going to play hard because you know what? Ultimately, he still wants a new deal. So at the end of the year, he hits free agency, and then the Eagles let him walk. And that's my worst-case scenario, is that they make him play under the final year of his deal. I'm not getting rid of my best defensive player. Yeah, and that's that's the – Hard part too is because even though you look at him,
1: maybe he's not the perfect athletic profile, he produces. And if a guy produces, you got to be careful moving on from players like that.
2: Yeah, because believe me, I've seen a lot of guys that fit the measurables and they couldn't bust a grape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And. I wanted to let you guys know that I would love to be this show's designated Brazilero. My uh, wife's actually Brazilian. I actually usually spend about two to three months in Brazil each year.
3: Wow, uh, down
1: there with her family. So uh, if anybody has any questions on Brazil, I'm happy to uh, help out. Well, I was just throwing. In and I,
3: I was throwing off Scott because usually you call from Dallas. You're Scott from Dallas, so now I'm throwing off. Now you're Scott in Sacramento. I mean, we can't have callers moving all around the country.
1: I have to because of work, but I would love to make it back out to the East Coast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah,
3: don't because, let I Jack force Dallas you to move East back to. Well, it's like, well, if <laughs> Ch- like that- Chuck and no, Mount Airy <laughs> move to, I don't know, like like Allentown. You know, right. it, Chuck and Mount Airy Chuck is Chuck Mount Airy. Scott yes. is Scott in Dallas. Uh, Scott, give us something that you love.
1: I love – my favorite time of year is when Labor Day comes, and you know that football season's coming around. My birthday September 6th, ironically, opening day uh, for the Eagles this year. So, uh, I always look forward to my birthday because I know it means football season.
3: Yeah, new football season. There you go. Yeah, is it's, uh, The two most notable opening days are, are football and baseball, right? I mean, like, it, they really jump out.
2: Right, yeah. Like you don't even do, I don't even know if you do. <laughs> basketball is called opening night, right? Yeah. Yes,
3: opening night. Yeah, opening night. Yeah, so. I don't think we celebrate basketball opening night. Because <laughs> it's like in the middle of football season. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now, if they were coming off a title –
3: that's different. Yeah, you get the rings. Yeah, you have the ring
2: that. ceremony, all of that. But yeah, the NBA season, um, you know, the owners have never agreed to it because there's so much money um, that's at stake. But they really would benefit from chopping the season down to about sixty games. Well, like you they should don't... just start on Christmas. Exactly. You don't really need to start the season until Christmas. Yeah. Well, we
3: have the end season tournament now, so. <laughs>
4: I mean, you got to factor well, that the in. Ike's Lakers. Ike's Lakers are
3: the <laughs> oh, champion. Yeah, my Lakers. they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the biggest lock was LeBron <laughs> winning the first in-season tournament and adding it way too late. Oh, you Atticott, knew he Atticott was winning that. Resume, resume. And, and,
2: and by the way, on the LeBron thing, real quick, not bash mm-hmm. not bashing, but – You would never. No, nah, I would never do that. But how could he legitimately leave the Lakers?
4: He can't. It, am I right on this, Mike? Why,
3: why can't he leave the Lakers?
4: To go where? To do what? To come here and win a title. He doesn't want it. You think this guy who moved his entire life to Los to Angeles— the Los Angeles, yes. the, most, the, —the most celebrated uh, franchise in the NBA, mm-hmm. nice weather, near his son, mm-hmm. near Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He is going to—by the way, with all the championships he needs or whatever, you think he is going to leave that place to go to a cold-weather town, whether it's New York or Philadelphia or wherever— and the pressure of a northeast city there's no he doesn't want any of that all he wants because he's a friggin because he's a, an attention whore all he wants <laughs> is for everyone to know that he wanted the lakers to do something and now he just wants everyone to know that he's putting pressure on the lakers god forbid they don't sign him to another 4 years so he can put up meaningless stats mm-hmm. for a 500 team he has no desire to go anywhere he totally doesn't agree. want to be here. No. You you really, Jack. Yes. You want him here. You really yes. want the experience, the experience of this dork subtweeting <laughs> all of his teammates. Sure. Celebrating his individual accomplishments after a loss. Going to trade off Maxie. Trade he's off everybody. Off. <laughs> Max, he's, he's still here. Watch this guy just, just gets here. slowly dribble the ball up while everybody else stands in the corners. And he takes step back threes and... And tries once every three games. You can't really want him. Of course I want that. No!
2: But but to Spike's point, here's why he doesn't want it. He wants to be loved and honored by that franchise. He ruins his legacy leaving it. That that Mickey Mouse title doesn't mean anything, quite frankly, to those guys out there. He wants a statue outside that building. He wants his – like, he's already had a hard time winning that fan base over out there. Mm-hmm. So, to leave that as opposed to retiring gracefully as a Laker, he's not getting that. And that's what he wants.
4: Can you imagine him getting booed off the court in Philadelphia when he's, like, 2-for-12 one game and they're yeah. losing by 22 to the Heat or something? He doesn't want any doesn't of that. He doesn't want this. any of
3: that. Won't happen as long as it beats here. And it beats healthy. I think those two match up well. Also – He's never gonna win over that that fan base anyway. So But he wants to be accepted. Well he's not ever he's never gonna be accepted. He's not he's not magic. He's not Kareem, your boy. He's not Oh,
2: my boy, you had the greatest Laker of all time.
3: He's not Kobe. No, I meant I meant Kareem is your boy. But, <laughs> but 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 he's not Kobe. Like he's never gonna win over that fan base so much that like, oh man, LeBron's our guy. He's moved around a million times. One last chance. One last chance at a title next year with LeBron on this team.
2: And this nonsense about him joining Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah, he right. can't
3: do that. That kills the legacy. And B, this doesn't kill his legacy coming here and putting this team over the top. The, the, the Warriors are ruined basketball for
4: a couple seasons with Kevin Durant. The best, do, thing, the, to, the best to thing, the best thing he could to. do for his legacy is retire at this point.
3: Oh what? Well, so Kelsey retires, LeBron retires. How many legends are we losing of the game? Kelsey. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that one. Thank you. That was a good one. Thank you. 215-592-9494 yeah. is how you get in. Final segment on the other side for a $50 Hooters gift card. Give us something you love. And Jason Kelsey. That will go
2: well on Valentine's
3: Day. Exactly <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go, hon. I
4: didn't think of that. We're
3: going to Hooters. We're going, listen, it could be a solo mission, Ike. It could be a solo mission. You yep. don't know that. You don't know that. Uh, plus, your last chance to tell Jason Kelsey how much you love him. Uh, and plus, on the other side. Jordan Schultz joined the Midday Show earlier today. What would the trade compensation look like in a Hassan-Reddick deal? And would he hold out? Don't miss that audio coming up next and the text line all in the afternoon show. It's Jack Fritz, Ike Reese, and Spike Eskin here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
2: Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 and bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Now, that's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. How about live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more? I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit fanDuel.com slash Ike and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA.
0: Can we pretend that airplanes in the sky like shooting stars? I can really use a wish right now. There it
4: is. My guy B-O-B. Yep.
3: Never doubt. Is this a song you
5: were talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have heard this song,
2: yes.
3: I thought it was called
5: Paper Planes.
3: Yeah, 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 Paper Planes. Paper Planes is a different song. It's some song named Paper Planes.
5: But regardless,
3: that's why Spike came in, really, to save the music takes from me on this show. Welcome back. It's the Afternoon Show Sports Radio 94 WIP. Just that was a hard fade-out, by the way. <laughs> yeah, have, have a little bit I of a mean, touch. My goodness, <laughs> A little bit of a touch behind the glass by Dan Wilson. But uh, Jordan Schultz, who obviously broke the news yesterday about uh, Hassan Reddick saying that he did not request a trade but still wants money. He joined the Midday Show earlier today, and uh, they asked him, will Hassan Reddick hold out if he doesn't get a new contract? Here's Jordan, Jordan Schultz.
6: In his heart of hearts, he wants to be an eagle. Like There's a lot of love on both sides there. I think he really respects... What they've done the last two years, going to a Super Bowl, I think he respects Howie a lot. I think there's a really good relationship there, and it was that. That was my thing was like the, the last thing I asked him yesterday because we spoke a few times. I said, "Does this mean that you, you've already in your mind made up the, made up your mind that you're ready to move on?" And the answer was a definitive no. So to me, if nothing gets done, if they can't find a trade partner, I know his agent's already begun speaking with teams, but if they can't find a trade partner. I would have to believe that he would that he would still want to be an eagle. i mean i, I just I, I can't imagine, given his relationship with the city and the area going up in Camden that that he he would not, not want to be there
3: so doesn't think he's going to hold out obviously saying, still saying he wants new, uh, new money and and the the agents looking to get a deal. I understand that mm-hmm. Reddick wants to be an eagle um but like he has to get a new deal I think for him to want to, to, to stay here, so he doesn't know. have to. From the standpoint of, like, he, he he's come back. He's, yeah, he's playing
2: on the final year of his deal. Yeah, guys play on the final year of their deal. Jason Kelsey just did it. Fletcher Cox just did it. Brandon Graham just. Everybody that's a free agent right now just did it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess the only thing there. And I don't think he would hold out because. He's
2: not holding out.
3: Because no one really holds out anymore. No. He's just, not
2: throwing away 15 million dollars.
3: Yeah, and the only thing that makes it different is that this is the second straight offseason he's had to do this, where he feels like he deserves more money, and how happy would he be coming back? So I guess that's the only different wrinkle. Spike, uh, before we play the, the second cut here, what what were your thoughts yesterday when you saw the Hassan Reddick stuff?
4: Well, I, I actually believe what he had—I I believe everyone— I believe that he came, he asked for more money. They said, we're not going to give you more money, but you can look for a trade if you want to. And his agent said, okay. I do believe that he didn't come in and say, trade me. Mm-hmm. It it does make me a little concerned. You're right that, that guys can play on the last year of their contract. It's just like there was so much chaos last year and there was so much – it felt like the locker room wasn't together. And having a guy that is knowingly unhappy going into the season makes me nervous. He's a he's a really good player, but if if paying him next year is going to mean paying him for the next four years at his age, I don't know, makes me nervous.
2: Yeah, see, I, and, and I look at it, and I, I, I think that's understandable. I'm more or less in a win-now sort of mode. Um, We don't have enough good defensive players. Uh, I'm not ready to just blindly trust that we're going to go out and draft young guys and somehow they're going to turn into cornerstones and and, and guys that we're building this great defense around. We haven't done that in 20 years. So why all of a sudden now I'm going to believe that that's what's going to happen on the defensive side of our ball. The worst case scenario would have me – would have him playing on the final year of his deal. What I'm actually hoping for is that he and the Eagles at least have some type of open dialogue that they can either extend his contract two two to three years, spread the money out. He may not get top defensive end pass rusher type money, but he's getting more than just $15 So you kind of have to – he has to give a little bit on his end, and then the Eagles need to value – uh his production and what it can mean for the team over the next two to three years. Cause here's what I would say. And Jack knows the saying. He's learning it very well, Spike. I don't have any pro I know you know what a bird in the hand and beats two in the oh, bushes. I heard are. you
4: guys fumbling yeah. around on that yep. one yeah. yesterday.
2: Yeah. yeah. So my only thing is if I'm if I'm Howie Roseman, why am I giving up players that I already know can play versus hoping I draft someone that can play when the all likelihood is I'm gonna draft someone who doesn't produce as well, who doesn't give me a better chance to go win, and then your your draft picks again are under the microscope all because you didn't want to pay. That would be two straight years. Think about what we're saying, guys. Two straight years. We let CJ GJ go. We let TJ Edwards go. We let Javon Hargrave go, and now you're gonna let Hassan Reddy go. And we wonder why the defense stinks. <sighs> it's
4: not a bad point. You know what, though? I, I actually think they know nobody's going to offer him the money that he wants. Right. I I think part of the the calculus in what the Eagles did was, okay, we're going to be good guys and good partners here and say, yes, you can, even though you are under contract, you can go look for a better deal somewhere else, and if you find it, great. So I think the first thing is they know that there's not going to be any big giant offer for him anywhere. And then the other thing is if there is somebody who desperately wants him, you don't have to trade him, but it would be nice to know what you could get back mm-hmm. so if somebody's willing to overpay, I would like to know that. I think this only works in the eagles favor and and truthfully, if he goes out and there's no bigger offers anywhere else, and the Eagles just come up a little bit like the Eagles don't give him to your point. don't give him what he wants, but make him make him feel like he was heard, mm-hmm. then everybody wins in the end i I would bet anything that Hassan Reddick is on the Eagles next year. With a new deal. That would be my guess.
2: And that's kind of what they did with Slay. Right. I mean, they let, they told Slay to go out there and find a deal, and he found out what his market value was. And then they decided to acquiesce and sort of, it wasn't top corner market money, but it was a little bit more than what he was making, and he got some guaranteed money. For for a football player, from hot, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not speaking for Hassan Reddit, but I would imagine he's looking for some more guaranteed money. Sure. So if you give him some guaranteed money and you spread it out over the next three years, I think Hassan Reddick is, is a satisfied customer. He gets to play at home. And, and, and when he turns 33, if he still has good football left in him and he wants to go somewhere else and play, fine. But at least he will have played here for the last two to three years.
3: Now, speaking of the trade compensation and what the Eagles could get back if they did decide to move him, Jordan Schultz has this to say.
6: It has to be valuable draft capital. That's going to be the key to your point. Joe to me like when I thought about I remember reporting on Chase Young and Montez Sweat with Washington and I said both of them were going to require likely a two those guys are younger than Hassan but similar type of pass rushers in terms of you know game changers especially Sweat this last season so to me it's probably going to be a two or a three given that he's 29 Um, maybe a three and a six or a three and a five Uh, but certainly it is going to be valuable. I, it won't be more than a two. It, it won't. It can't be less than a three. So I would say a two or a three is probably the benchmark.
3: Yeah, if they if they move them, I need a two. I mean, I need one of those two. I need four picks in the top 60. Uh, another fifth-round pick would do nothing for me because they already have, like, four or five of them. That's what their, their whole draft is.
2: Man, get good players in the fifth round. <laughs> you
3: can't get good players in the, in the fifth round. You're exactly <laughs> right. And, and and the best player in franchise history in the sixth round. You know, Jason Kelsey today. So, um Third and fifth for Hassan Reddick?
2: Um, I wouldn't do it. I, to- I mean, I would rather have him than know, the third yeah. and the fifth. It's what I'm saying, so I wouldn't do it for a third. A second-round pick, You got my, you, that at least, you're getting some true value in return for Hassan Reddick. And then I have to cross my fingers and hope we pick somebody who can actually play whose name is, isn't J.J. Ortega Whiteside. Oh, man. Right?
4: I forgot about
2: it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to waste – the pick, but yeah, third, third to fifth round pick is not. It doesn't do no, do anything for
4: me.
3: Yeah, because like, listen, at that point, I'd rather just let him play out the last year of his contract and see what you got, rather than because you're
2: going to get a third round pick for him if he leaves. Oh, look at that! The compensation. I've pick. always said you're a big comp pick guy.
3: Like, <laughs> any chance you can get to break down the comp picks we take? OG Wade's and Chester, what's happening, OG? What's
7: up, fellas? How we doing today? OG, what's up, Spike?
4: What's up, man? An honor as always.
7: Yes. Yes. Listen, um, <laughs> on this uh, um, Kelsey thing, mm-hmm. um, my heart would love to see him stay here. But realistically, if I ask all three of y'all, what percentage, and we keep in Hassan and we keep in Jason, and even the players that you think could come here is here, what percentage would you give the Eagles to win the Super Bowl next year?
2: To win it? Yes. Um, I don't know. Ten to 3%? fifteen, 10%, ten percent, fifteen percent. You're From crazy. ten to hundred. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm looking at. I got it. Half of it is cut off by the AFC OG Wade, so it's not a hundred. You got I'm looking at the. Let me look at the NFC. So if I expect San Francisco to take a step back, like most teams do who lose in the Super Bowl, that's one team that's out of the way. Okay, I got I got Detroit and Green Bay that has to battle it out in that division. The Cowboys. Okay, we'll see what the Cowboys are up to next year. Who else am I worried about in the NFC? Who else would you put? Um, who would you? Who else would you put in front of the Eagles? I would. I would put uh, San
7: Fran, Detroit, um, because these are all teams that's going to stay with continuity. They're they're not changing their coordinators or anything. So, and 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 my my reason for well, saying well, San Fran
2: is, just fired their defensive coordinator.
7: Oh, did they? Okay, yeah. All right. So my, my point is saying this is that's where I would uh, try to weigh out if I want to bring Jason back for that. If I'm just bringing Jason back just because I love him, you know what I'm saying? That I would rather just having him uh, retire now and have Cam um, Jurgens in there and getting it started with Jalen right now. I'm not trying to – If only way I'm bringing him back, if I absolutely have a great chance, a good chance of winning the Super Bowl, other than that, you're just Well, saying, why don't we is- have
2: a good chance of winning the Super Bowl? We got we got one of the best quarterbacks in the league.
7: Right. Here's why we don't have that chance. Yeah, tell
2: me. Because that,
7: that, that quarterback in the league that you're talking
2: about yeah. is
7: now going to be on his seventh offense. Oh, my it's God. Break out the freaking ambulance. Oh, my God. Sixth God. Sixth God, God oh, my oh, my God. God. Wow. Jesus. Jesus. Slow down. Slow down. I <laughs> uh, said realistically because
5: he's <laughs> dealing with
7: two, two new coordinators again. So, so you like, already man. got a
2: built-in excuse. You don't want to win this year because we got a new no, coordinator. Got gotcha.
7: you? No, you but don't. But I'm saying because you you I'm know I'm who can. needs
2: Jason Kelsey more than anybody?
7: Jalen Hurts. Uh, uh, okay, I, I I don't believe that. But you know, I you know I, I don't I definitely don't believe that. I'm saying um, I think that Cam Jurgens is a quality player. He could snap the ball and he could uh, block and do the things that so Jason Kelsey picked him. So he he obviously said that this guy is, is valuable and he could do the thing that. So he you're, could pun, do. you're punting on next year. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because what I'm looking for, I'm, I want to be surprised. So if they, if the Eagles can surprise me and and win the championship
5: next year,
2: fine. But.
5: Uh, me, if, if you really believe,
2: down. if you really believe we had one of the best quarterbacks in the league, somebody who once you said was better than Patrick Mahomes, if you mm-hmm. really believe that, you wouldn't be throwing away a season. You wouldn't be Here. wasting a year of Jalen Hurts' career. What you would say is they need to take advantage now, and you don't throw away years. You need to add talent around this team and around Jalen Hurts, not take away talent. Here, I hear oh. I got I got to listen to you talk about a rebuild year, right. and now right. we got to go through talking growing pains. There you are. What? Well,
7: why a not? My, a part of my um, uh, rating of Jalen was because the continuity that he had with the offense that we were in. Since that has changed, I, I don't have Jalen where I once had him. at. it's to me, uh-huh. it's all. No, oh, so it I, is I, the I system.
2: It's the system that makes him huh? system Jalen.
7: No, so, I'm. I'm. The system makes every quarterback. Oh come on. Every quarterback has a system that they have to learn and be able to get on the same page with all of your offensive weaponry. No, you've lowered
2: expectations. See, on Twitter, no, on Twitter you got your chest out. No, no, I'm not listening. No, on Twitter you got your chest out, and all I hear about is how great Jalen is, and he's a leader, and he's focused on being great and all this other stuff. And now I'm hearing I want to lower the expectations. We got another coordinator I'm ready to punt on next season. So, now, I don't want everybody to be mad at Jalen because now the focus is going to be on him. And now you've already tried to start your narrative of, now next year we're not trying to win anything. I just want to see what Cam Jurgens can do at center. Get out of here with that nonsense, OG. I don't, like, I don't, listen, I Get don't out here with Keller Moore. I don't Get believe out of here in
7: Keller Moore. Me. I don't believe in his offense. I believe that uh, um, Keller Moore's offense is geared around beating bad teams. I have not seen Keller oh, Moore's offense. Oh, that's Jalen's specialty too. No, no. I told you already. He's the only player in the oh, NFL. Here go. The only player in the NFL to beat. How as many top? Five, how many teams? In the, the top
3: five, true top five quarterbacks are expecting to win the Super Bowl next year.
7: Exactly. Um, you said how many? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. One, two. I got Jalen. I got. Uh, yeah, are those
3: teams expected eight. to win the Super Bowl next year?
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, well why don't we, we? We got the only. We got the only player in the top five quarterbacks who we don't expect to win next year. I didn't listen, Ike.
7: I'm saying realistically <laughs> now, expectations and realistically oh, it's two different oh, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know
3: what, what do you man? love?
2: What do I you just, love? I just wanted to twist listen, you. Listen, I just wanted to twist listen, you up today. Here's That's what all. I
7: love <laughs> I love most is my mom, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I lost my mom around the same time as you, Ike, and you only get one, That's you know right. what I'm saying? So Everybody else can let you down, but mom never lets you down. And and, and and you know what, Jack? Yes. I should just slap the face out your mouth when I see you, too. Come because on. you're always starting some foolishness up here. I'm trying to give you people some damn knowledge without There's knowledge. Knowledge no knowledge without college. There's, 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 there's lowering knowledge.
3: expectations I got in got high
7: Vaseline all on his hands and everything. <laughs> I mean, you what, got that? No, what did you just say? I, got, I, I said, I got Vaseline all on his hands. Like he's, he's a slippery boy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Got to see the package and all that stuff, man. Him and Reed. Yeah, man. Come on, man, with all that monkey stuff, man. Oh, man.
2: Listen, you know I love you, but I listen. Right, listen. Right, man, don't cheat, man. I, you hear him trying to squirm out of this, man? Yeah. Did you, did you see that, right? Yeah, it's listen, man. It's tough when
3: you are getting impressed by Ike. You know, sometimes you got to squirm. Okay, you, you know? know he
4: had he had no idea what was coming. Ike was like, "I saw your tweets. I saw your tweets." Exactly. <laughs> the, who else did you go after today? Oh, Andy.
3: Andy. Yeah, Andy and OG. It's, yeah. it's, it's a tough day. It's a tough Wednesday. Tough Wednesday.
2: <laughs> well, I had to get Andy because we answered we right before Spike came on. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to hear that uh, Spike?
4: No, no. Oh, yeah, he
3: man. laid down a law with, oh, with Andy and Deford Yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: I
2: tried that again today. Yeah,
4: so, have to wonder how long that guy's gonna last when I get down there full time. Yeah, listen. how it's many a, calls that guy's gonna last? It's a big question that people are asking for sure. <laughs>
3: Let's get to the text line brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. New 2024 Nissans are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan, minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge. Online, MountHollyNissan.com.
6: I have to lose my job
3: to a cheerleader, Creed Humphrey in Kansas City. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point, Creed. That would be something though. Like I don't. It's yeah, not, I
2: don't. Re, yeah, that's probably less likely going to happen. But I'm just saying,
3: has to be talked about. It it has to be, to be discussed. It had to be discussed. Listen, get Creed over to the to right guard, left guard, whatever. Bring in Jason Kelsey for the retirement. For the one I do Swan believe that on. would
2: that would that would hurt his Mount Rushmore status.
3: Yeah. Well, again, the Mount Rushmore currently, and I think it's. Pretty undebatable. We didn't come up with that fourth guy. Well, your fourth guy. I had my fourth guy. (laughs) Uh, Kelsey, Benaric, Dawkins, and Foles.
2: That's. (laughs) I guess Spike probably would agree that Foles is on the Mount Rushmore.
4: Yeah, I was thinking of mine. Foles Foles has to be on there. No. God, he's. It's it's Foles, Kelsey, Dawkins, and Reggie White. Here's my question. Of my lifetime. I I don't don't know what to say about before my lifetime, honestly. (laughs) Who's who's more of an eagle? Reggie White or Andy Reid?
2: Reggie. I mean, I would go big. Red. He was here long. He was here fourteen years.
3: I know, mm-hmm. but it almost feels insignificant now with what he's. <laughs>
4: yeah, sort of does what he's doing in Kansas City. Yeah, he was, he was, he was keeping something from us here. I feel like <laughs> I, he had I agree. Secrets. He didn't give us he all the secrets. Oh, just, now I need to go yeah. grow
3: out in lame ass Kansas City. You how know? many?
4: How many? This is what you got to ask about yourself about Andy Reid. How many years did he know he was going to Kansas City and just <laughs> keep his? Keep the powder dry on all his good ideas.
3: Yeah, like, what, would he ever put Juan Castillo as the offensive coordinator in Kansas City?
4: Yeah, where was Pat? I was looking around. I don't think Juan has worked for him since. <laughs> where was Pat Mahomes? Also, it was Kevin Cobb. What, what are we doing here?
3: Danny Watkins in the first round? Yeah,
4: come on. The guy was 30 years old, didn't even want to play football.
3: No, I think he tanked. No, no. Andy Reid tanked his last couple of years here to get out of here to go do Kansas City.
4: Jason Babin. What are we talking? Namdi Asimha. Jim Awesomer. Washburn. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean,
3: holy
6: cow. What's next? It might be Valentine's Day, but I promise you, Jason Kelsey is tired of all this pounding. Merrill in Bluebell. <laughs> yeah,
3: M- yeah Merrill was was fired up today.
2: Yo, I he threw knew it was Valentine's pause. Day. Yeah. I had to, man. He said pounding like six times.
3: Yeah, man. all the pounding Jason Kelsey takes. Like, relax, man. You sound like Charles on inside the NBA excited, though. It's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Meryl had any idea what Paws meant? No idea. No.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, what's next? Paper Planes? What? <laughs> B.O.B. in Los Angeles. Listen, Bob. <laughs> I didn't know. MI, uh, Paper Planes is a song by
2: M.I.A. Who is M.I.A.? I
3: believe they're a one-hit wonder. It's not a they. It is a she. So. Oh, okay. Ah! Okay. okay. Well,
2: uh, what group are you thinking of?
3: I was thinking of I th- – I've seen the song. I didn't know the group that sung it. I thought it was Neo. Spike.
2: See,
4: Spike's the music expert, so you see how fast he jumped in there. Well, another, another swing and a miss from Jackie Culture over there. No,
3: again, that's the biggest that's the biggest thing that's happened in the last two weeks since we started doing side topics is I don't know anything about anything. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to realize. The only thing I might know is baseball. You know, like, yeah, that might, and people even question that about Pavetta. You know, listen – I
2: no, don't bring that up. You you you've overcome that.
3: I know it was one. It was one. I still <laughs> yes. believe. Him. By the way, it's one of the best. It's the Geno Smith thing. He by the way he was really good in Boston last year. I'm need to bring him home. What's next?
6: Uh, roses are red. The Phillies are frauds. I turn on WIP and want to send Jack Fritz abroad.
3: <laughs> Howard in Clearwater. <laughs> now, who wrote that text? <laughs> it's actually pretty good.
4: <laughs> it's pretty good. Is he in Clearwater?
3: He is, he in, Clearwater. is in, Clearwater. in Clearwater. Way to way to check up. That's good. Yeah. Man, that dude. Just he
2: never stops.
3: He's a man. Well, he missed his first Super Bowl in like twenty some years because he had to go down to Clearwater,
2: and he was stuck in the airport because his flight got delayed a
3: few oh, times. I bet he. Was, I bet he was a peachy.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure he's real understanding about a situation like that.
3: The only person I think would be worse in those kind of situations is Seltzer.
4: Like oh, some, oh, some, you think James Seltzer can would be
2: horrible. <laughs> He couldn't handle a, a flight delay
4: or cancel. Dude, if
3: a flight was delayed in Seltzer's world, it, it, it'd be the worst thing that's ever happened to him.
4: Yo, I sat next to Seltzer for years. I love You know I love Seltzer. We all love Seltzer. I, yeah, I sat next to Seltzer in meetings for years. If something took literally five seconds longer than he wanted it to, <laughs> that dude bounces his knee and shakes more than any person I've ever seen. The most impatient person I've ever seen. I If he was in an airport when a plane got delayed hours, I— I fear for everyone at that airport. Yeah,
3: yeah. He's, taking, he's taking someone down. That's yeah. right. Sure. <laughs> don't, don't
4: say that.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I was thinking, because I it really just thought about South a lot during when we were stuck in Atlanta. Right. In you know, order we to stay well, there. Oh, yeah. At, what would that would have been like? The, the airport overnight. Oh, my yeah. God. Like he's just, He would pace around. He might walk home, frankly, like, rather than <laughs> sleep in an airport I all thought night. about
2: walking home, remember? <laughs> I know. He, well, yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> all right. What's next? I'll have five bottles
6: of lotion, please, Francisco at CVS.
4: (laughs) Dude
3: loves his lotion. Well, he is single.
2: Well, didn't say it's over. You think him? Yeah, he and Ross today. All right, could be back
3: in. Could be back in. Man, Franny, what a dog! (laughs) What a dog! He, he kicks her out of the of here and then he and then he slides right in, man. <laughs> oh, God He is a dog. He is a dog. Let's oh, go God. Justin in Tennessee. What's happening, Jay?
0: What's happening, fellas? It's my first time on the jacked up with Spike and I or I can spike show. Sorry about that. I fumbled.
3: <laughs> Welcome I on fumbled in, Justin. Right. Welcome on in. Yeah,
0: I, f- I fumbled right there in the red zone, boy. We'll <laughs> sorry about that, Ike. I was supposed to say I can spike and I got a little excited and said spike and I. That's all right. We don't
2: really know which way we're going with it yet. We just know that Jack is not going first.
3: Yep, but my name will be on the show. Don't even think about changing it. Probably.
2: Allegedly. I I still like this
0: jacked up thing. There's a lot of love for
3: the jacked up portion of the whole thing. I I agree.
0: it's (laughs) It's still out there. can can i tell you something though
4: just there's there's no way i just i don't want to we haven't settled on the name i don't want to rain on anybody's parade there's literally zero percent chance the show's going to be called jacked (laughs) Out. i just i just i just want to i know a bunch of people have tweeted me that and people have said it on the air i just want to i love jack himself it's a clever phrase there's literally if you line up all of the possible names of the show it will be called everything, but J- Jacked Up would literally be last. So, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so wait. So you're saying there's a chance? Yeah. Very small. <laughs> anyway, yes, I I totally agree with you. I, there's no way I would take a third and a fifth or sixth for uh, Hassan Reddick. Uh, and yes, you can get great players in the fifth round. You're you're right, but you just. You don't know it's a crapshoot with the draft. Mm-hmm. I, if he would come back, you know, like I said yesterday, for that, you know, three-year deal, or whatever, I'm perfectly fine with it because you're going to need that veteran leadership on the defense. We don't know if B.G.'s coming back, Kelsey, brother. If you're out there listening, please come back. We need you. We need that veteran presence on the line. I heard some people even saying like during the season when things were collapsing, it, maybe the message is getting stale from some of those guys. B.S. If you ain't listening to that guy, you don't need to be on the team. That guy has been through it all. He's won. He's lost. He knows what he's doing. So, I mean, we need that guy. Definitely. Yep. yep. Wholeheartedly, 100% need that guy running the offensive line, running the show, running the meetings. I just I just seen something like there was over 500 private planes Went through Vegas last weekend, and my man's still flying commercial. You know, he he ain't about that life. He's just living life to the fullest. I understand if he does retire, he's got three precious daughters at home. I reckon he's got another youngin' on the way, supposedly a boy this time, what I've heard. I'm not sure about that, but. I, uh, I, I don't think so. It's Kelsey Brown. Oh, I don't, it's Kylie somebody, pregnant. I don't know. So, somebody said she was pregnant. I don't know. No. Maybe it I must have been, been more fake song.
3: news from WIP. Oh,
0: well, sorry about that. If, if she I ain't don't nothing, think she bad. is.
3: I guess we could check up on that. Justin, God, what's something that you love?
0: What's something that I love? Yeah. I love you, boys. I mean, nah, there they, it is.
3: Loves the show. That's It's beautiful. It's a touching moment from Justin <laughs> Tennessee.
2: What? Anything?
3: Well, you think you give a deep breath into the microphone. I figured you, you had some big speech you wanted to give to, to, to close out the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're already go, Spike. Uh, do Do the Sixers beat the Heat tonight,
2: or what?
4: Boy, nobody's playing. There's a lot of <laughs> lot of injuries tonight. Uh um, on for us. Not Jimmy well, Butler's for, out. And oh yeah, what? Yeah, I'm okay if it's for the Heat. Yeah, well, yeah. for us too. I think I think your your boy Toby's out. I oh, think. no. Well, they might and, have a chance then. And Batum and Melton continue to be out. Uh, What's going on with Batum? Uh, like I don't know. A- I think I think they know that he's what he's like thirty six years old. They really just need him for the playoffs. He's most important when Embiid is in there. So I think they're just not forcing it. So I, I think he'll be fine. I like the Sixers over the Heat. What's the line? This feels like a sixer the Sixers minus are favorites. two. Yeah, Sixers yeah. Are favorites. Is that what it is? Is it two?
2: I'm going hard
5: on the Sixers tonight. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Sixers <laughs> minus three and a half. Oh,
2: that's a big <laughs> line. Now you go, Spike, Spike got the balls in there. Yeah. yeah. That's a big, a big one. All
3: right, the, the, Twitter, the Twitter question brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Valentine's Day, Shop Mark's Jewelers. Every purchase over $249 gets a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. Online, dot com. Ike, uh, yes. I, I, I guess Spike could be a part of this as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, he's, he's here. I yeah. uh,
3: just thinking about our winner for today uh, for the Hooters gift card. You know, we had when the camera loses, beat the hammer. That's something they love. Mowing the lawn was a beautiful answer. Uh, Kate from the Dirty 30, being Italian. <laughs> Quite the interesting answer. Yoshi with grandkids, a little serious. You know, yeah. we, obviously, O.G. Wade and the mom, very, very important. Um, that- Anyone that uh, jumps out to you?
2: Um, Yep, O.G. Wade.
3: O.G. Wade. Let's go with O.G. Wade. He, but
2: listen, he, he pulled the right string, man. Yeah, I know.
3: He pulled the right string for me. He nailed it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Og Wade's the winner of our Hooters
3: <laughs> gift card on this beautiful Valentine's Plus Day. Plus, I, I yelled at him
4: today. Yeah, you yeah, they say you yeah. feel bad. That's why you gave it to Og Wade. That's true.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen,
4: it's all good. Spike, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'm sure. Thanks for having me,
3: fellas. Uh, all right, brother. Have a great Valentine's Day. TK and Al Morgani, they got you next on oh, Sports. What a lovely couple. Oh, beautiful, very positive. <laughs> Coming up next on Sports Radio 94 WIP.